Welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. I know it's another Sunday, but the way things are looking, you're just going to have to get used to it. This uh, works the best with everyone's schedule around here, so this is probably going to be the new recording day. And I know, I know, I like to get everything done on Saturday, so Sunday I just do not have to do anything at all, but that's that's the way it is. Um because it's easier. I mean, the kids stay up later on Saturdays. They don't have school. On Sundays, they go to bed earlier because of school and because we have really strict parents. Man, I really hated that. My bedtime was 8.30 for fucking who knows how long. But when once I got into high school, I think they kind of stopped caring. And once I had my own room, especially because I wasn't waking anyone up doing whatever. But man, I, yeah, I had an early bedtime forever. And so did these kids. I had to sneak, like, my Nintendo DS or my iPad under my blankets every night. I remember one time my mom found me. She took my iPad, which was dumb in my, you know, looking back. I definitely should have gotten an iPod for that. But that's not, that's, I didn't have that intended use in mind whenever I was buying it. I was just like, ooh, bigger screen, you know. I'm blind. So, um, but, yeah, all the kids go to bed and then they're done. I just had to wait on dad to do dishes for a little bit, but honestly, that just gave me time to collect my thoughts and um, flesh some stuff out more. Man, I am so sick of my cat. I cannot. He is such a jerk to all the other animals around here. He just walks around messing with people. Like, I've seen him do it to both Lucy and Samson at this point. They'll be drinking water. And he'll walk up behind them and just just barely swat at the end of their tail until they get pissed off. And then they start to mess with him. Like, he's just a little fucking antagonizer. And I don't know what to do about it. We've, we've taken him and separated him, thrown him in the bathroom a couple days now, and that has not changed anything. And um, he doesn't seem to want to change either. I mean, we just hear... Every five minutes, it seems... And if he's not doing that, he's getting into stuff or getting in someone's way. Look, I can hear them fighting right now on, on the kitchen table. I mean, mom mom said this morning something like, he's the most doggish cat I've ever seen. And uh, I was like, yeah, you thought I was joking about everything I was saying. I was spot on. This cat is irritating. He is very attention needy. Apparently not just from humans either and from all the animals. I mean, he... He provokes Dixie a lot, too. He'll just start walking towards her. And then, of course, she'll bark. And uh, then it looks like she's the antagonizer, which is not the case. She is still not that smart, though. She uh, apparently is just rubbing her face on the metal fence outside, trying to get to those dogs that are not being fed. And um, that's why she has been coming in for the past couple weeks with just a bloody schnout. They were trying to figure out why, and they saw it happen a couple of days ago. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know what to think about that dog. The other day, everybody had to leave, and she needed to be fed, but they didn't feed her because they were in a hurry. So I went out and fed her, and she looked really happy, I guess. Like, her tail was wagging. She was moving around while she was eating. I was petting her a little bit, and then she just got really hyper. And so I tried my best to mitigate that, just walked inside. She uh, ran around and then calmed down, but 
She's not bad. She's just like, I don't think there's any intuition at all up there. I think that's what it is. It's completely instinct. Like, if you just watch her, you just look at her face, the way her eyes kind of bobble around in there, back and forth to whatever's going on. Like, it's all fight or flight. There's no, well, if this happened and this happened, and it's none of that at all. Maybe that's the way it is for all animals, but surely not because the those one that one dog on the at the house knew how to open a doorknob like there have to be smart dogs for there to be able to figure that stuff out for sure so maybe this one's just not all there i don't know i don't know <sighs> but um it's been a nice week i mean i can't complain that's what that's what i've been saying lately Anyone ask me, hey, how's it going? How do you like the new job? Um, how, what's it like living with your parents again? Can't complain. That's my thing. But that's better than bitching, isn't it? Bitching and moaning. No one likes that shit. So um, let's, uh, let's talk about work a little bit. I, I didn't bring this up last time, but the work toilet. Oh, my goodness. It is disgusting. And there's... Uh, it looks like a Borderlands bathroom. Like, if you ever played through Borderlands and opened one of the porta potties, that's what that shit looks like. Like, I'm I'm not gonna go into super detail, but it's disgusting. I have never, I will never shit there. Let's just say that, hovering, floating above it, nothing. I'm sure that the the radiation just emanates off that mug. But, um, I've only peed. And I have not washed my hands after peeing there because I'm I'm damn certain that anything I get from touching that sink is going to be worse than whatever I'm washing off. You know what I'm saying? I always make sure to wash my hands before I eat lunch now or right when I get home or whatever, but nah. And most of the time, I'll, I'll wear gloves anyway, so not really touching shit. But uh, I, I told everybody, uh, Coven Aiden, I was like, that shit is like an alternative portal to hell like we we ever need to get rid of someone with no trays we just send them in there stick their head in and hit flush and they will be gone that shit is disgusting um and also this week there's just been nothing to do up there we've had slow work uh two days in a row i had to push the broom i must have done three or four times around the shop there's only so many laps you can do before you have to pretend to do something else and there's just i don't know like i i you you would think that it would be nice not having shit to do right you just have to you get to stand there and do nothing but that's the thing you can't just stand there and do nothing you can only do it for so long before robert comes over oh shit that's the manager before the manager comes over and starts yelling at you get to work there's there's something for you to do when there's not shit for me to do and I like I I'm I'm very adamant about it, right? I don't want to be the lazy fuck in the shop, so I'll walk around like, hey Aiden, is there anything I can do for you? Hey Johnny, is there anything I can do? Hey Hey Cub, is there anything I can do? And there's never anything, bro. I'm not gonna sweep the room, the fucking shop every day. I'm not the one throwing down all these fucking cigarette butts, cause that's the majority of what I'm getting up. It is disgusting. I will never touch a damn cigarette. My uh, grandpa almost died because of those shits, so he uh, definitely warded me off of them. But look, right now, bro, Dave is messing with Samson. He's being a little fucking cunt. 
What what the hell am I supposed to do about you, bro? He he just won't leave him alone. Like the thing is, Samson is kind of I don't know if he's a bitch or if he's just lazy or what, but he kind of runs away every time. Lucy She's had kids. She's like, hey, I've been through some shit. She'll just fucking mollywop Dave, smack him right in the face and get him to fuck off. But, man, it's so difficult. But, like I said, I'll go around and ask for work, but there's nothing. So, there's only, I'm not going to sweep every goddamn day, dude. I promise. The third day in a row, we didn't have anything to do. They're like, you can sweep. I told Aid, man, I'm not fucking sweeping every day here. I'm sorry. You better get, man, this fucking dumbass cat, bro. I hope that wasn't too bad in, in the headphones. It didn't sound like it was. <sighs> Dang it. That keeps interrupting, breaking my train of thought. Um, so I've been watching a lot of anime up at work. Mostly uh, Attack on Titan I've been catching up on. Uh which is really good. I, I'm not. There's literally nothing I can say about what I, where I'm at now because that'll just spoil it, completely ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it. But I will say that I love the detail, the attention to detail that they go into on it. Uh, for example, what really like made me write this down and want to talk about it, they were doing some kind of reconnaissance thing, and they have these um, what are they called? Like flat, like cut transition screens. You know, like normally there would it, like that '70s show. They always have them jumping on a trampoline with some weird background and music, right? I guess that's a transition scene. <laughs> Fuck off, goddamn! They had transition screens, right? They have informative ones for Attack on Titan. It normally has like a fact or any or something. Well, on one of them, it had it had a fact about. The, their cargo horses and how their cargo horses were bred to be huge and muscular and carry a lot of weight and then the next one it was talking about the horses that they scout on they're bred to be super light and bro yeah he just he would not leave samson the fuck alone like i watched him chase him around for like 30 seconds and he samson was hiding behind all the plants and shit that are right behind dixie's cage and dave would just sit in there like fucking swatting at him that shit pissed me off so much man i don't know what to do i i don't i, I guess he'll just chill out in, in a second or not i don't we'll see i threw him back in the fucking hallway dumbass goddamn cat but the attention to detail and attack on titan is fucking cool that's the point i was getting at I mean, how they have multiple blades because they get dull after chopping their necks off. How they have those that gear to move around. How they strategically head for forests and stuff so that they can move around in the forest instead of not having anything to grapple onto. And just everything is so cool. And they they didn't have to do all that. You know what I'm saying? They could have just all been base level and like, oh, you can figure it out yourself. But no, they have these informational shits and everything else that they go in so much detail on. So it's like, oh, damn, they really have sat here and thought about this and fleshed it out for a second. That's all I'm saying. I think it's really cool. Also, recently, Lucy has been sleeping in Dixie's cage. She's just Dixie's in it right now. Lucy's walking in front of it, eyeballing it. And she's walking away now. She doesn't. I don't think she's gonna take that fight. That's, that's also the wisdom of having kids. 
choosing your battles, knowing when to walk away. Maybe, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like my parents pick every battle. Not with me. I I don't really have any is- <clears throat> any issues. That's another thing about living here. Like I I watch them parent and I see the differences between when they would parent me and then when they would parent them. I guess that's experience. But I also get to give perspective when it's wanted and when it's not wanted because that's the mouth that I was born with. But like last week, uh, Jonathan was going through some shit. I'm not going to get specific because the context doesn't matter too much. But um, the main problem was, or that we have come to, is he can't really communicate with dad. And that's uh, pretty much the same problem I had, just different ways. Jonathan gets really intimidated, it seems like. Dad, In dad's words, it seems like he just wants to ball up and cry whenever he talks to him. Uh, in my case, I just kind of ignored him just waited until he walked away and then went on with my day just kind of walled myself off and so because I'm listening to this sitting here I said yeah well I had the same problem and um, it was because he made me feel dumb whenever he talked to me like I was not smart and I am very smart and I don't like it when people make me feel dumb so that was my thing and I said that I think they should talk about it think there should just be a question hey what about the way that I'm approaching you is not working what is um where's the disconnect because you're my kid gotta be able to talk to you some shit like that that was my suggestion but I don't know it's cool to be like a third uh, not intermediate what's the interim parent I don't know kind of cool it's also cool being at that age where I can be friends with my parents. They're not on my ass about everything because I feel like I take care of shit for the most part. And if there is something, they can just tell me. They don't have to, you know, take something away or cause a punishment. I've got my own shit, you know. (laughs) Work and everything. And when I get off work, man, I do not want to be standing. I do not want to do shit because my fucking feet hurt. That's my only main complaint. That's the big issue that I'm having right now is my feet hurt after work so I uh, started looking at work shoes me and dad were in in the garage smoking a joint started talking about whatever and we were like hey I, I need some work shoes because also earlier this week I was walking around you know wearing my old Vans as work shoes just some beat up shoes I didn't care about and I stepped on a fucking pin and that bitch just fucking sent a jolt right through me fucking I, I jumped up three feet pulled that shit out of my foot it didn't go deep it didn't like there wasn't blood coming out of my sock or anything but that's never a good feeling stepping on something sharp you know doesn't matter if it's legos or nails or what it's never a good time so that was um that was a big purchase point for me when i was looking for shoes yesterday was puncture proof anti-puncture something on the bottom so that i'm not going to get holes in my feet that does not sound fun uh so i ordered some they're going to be here tuesday it's no brand that anyone's ever heard of but uh i can always just return them if they suck right 
I, I'm scared though. I don't know if I should do a test like when I get to work, just set down like an inch and a half pin. Those are the biggest we work with, and just try to stomp on that bitch, because that could go. I mean, on one that could set my mind completely at ease. I'd never have to worry about looking where I'm stepping really again. Uh, but but on the other hand, that could go very poorly. That's like, that is like prototype testing a uh, bulletproof vest on a human. You you should not do that shit if you're not sure. That is definitely something that we're going to strap on a watermelon first and see if there's any internal damage or anything uh, before we put Johnny in there. Oh, Johnny also, he, he I don't know if I said this, but he uh, when he pulled up the first day that I saw him, he was driving like a Chevy something, and he saw my Mustang. He was like, yeah, I got an 07, and he tried to talk to me about cars and stuff, which I cannot hold my own in a car talk, uh, but... He was talking about it, and then ever since then, he's pulled up in the Mustang. Uh, that first day he drove up in it, I thought he was just doing it just to show that he had it, but I think that's what he normally drives. Um, one day I was, I got there a little early before work, and I, you know, I always back in when I park normally. Like 95% of the time, I back in, unless I'm not sure, and I can't fit any back in spots, and I got to pull in just to just to do it, just so I'm not hitting anybody, that's what I'll do, because I don't want to hit anybody, but 95% of the time, I'll back in, so I was sitting there, backed in, just listening to my music, and Johnny, every, every day that I'd seen him park, he had pulled in, but this day, he decided, nah, I'm gonna be a man, I'm gonna be a, a big hoss, I'm gonna nut up, he backed in, and I saw him, and I looked over, and uh, I looked at him through our windows, and I mouthed the words, that's how you do it. And he clearly did not understand what I said because he just kind of looked at me and then looked straight and went on with his day. But when we got in the shop later, I told him, I was like, hey, earlier this morning, I said, that's how you do it. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Something like that. Also complimented the rims on his car. I I'm trying, you know, I, I can't can't be like, what what engine what you got under that hood? But I, I see some cool rims, you know, I can point it out. It really reminds me of Bryson's car, to be honest. This is a black Mustang. I don't remember what year Bryson's was, but they look really similar. Also, one day I was working, not really paying attention to anything, just listening to music. And Lewis comes asked to me, Lewis comes up to me and asks, Has anyone told you that Jesus loves you? And I just stood there for a second. I said, yeah, I think my mom does it like almost every day. And he, he kind of smiled and walked away and he said, that'll work. And it was laughing and shit. This shit really brightened him up for a second. I was surprised. He's a nice old dude. Lewis is pretty cool. I mean, everybody I work with is pretty cool. I don't really have any complaints. The only reason I could complain about uh, the manager is because he has to manage, you know, get us back to work. That's kind of his job, but. Everybody's nice enough, very eager to show me the way to do something or a better way to do something or what they think is the best way to do something, but uh, they're just old, so some of the stuff that they say is not completely accurate or not exactly the best way, but like I said, it's all in good intention. I don't know what Samson's doing right now. I think he's trying to eat food out of the food that's fallen on the stovetop, like by the burner. He's standing right next to it. I think that's what he's doing. He's 
getting a little snack, chilling out for once now that Dave isn't in here fucking bugging him. And this week I got those chilaquiles. I don't think I talked about them yet, but they were so fucking good. I am definitely going to get them again next time I go. I got them. I got a chilaquiles con huevo y oh shit, pork. I think that's pastor. That shit was so good and it filled me up too. And it came with rice and beans. I didn't know it was going to come with rice and beans. That's always nice. And it wasn't that expensive either. And then the next time I went, I got the Hawaiian burger. And Cub had told me about this before. He had told me, if you get the Hawaiian burger, ask them to grill your pineapple slice. It makes the whole, it makes all the difference. And so I asked, I was like, hey, can you grill the pineapples? And she just nodded. But um, when I got my burger, they were pineapple chunks. So I don't know if they switched like cans or they they used to have a fresh one and now they get dull or something. But that kind of stunk. But the burger was still pretty good, especially for the price. It was like five bucks for a burger and fries. That's not bad at all. I always tip a dollar too. Ever since I worked in retail or not retail, fuck the fuck. Ever since I worked at Buffalo, I always tip a dollar wherever I go to to cashiers and shit because I know that job fucking sucks. And when you see that dollar tip, I mean, it's not a $10 tip, but it's still something. You're like, oh, this person gives a fuck, kind of. And also working at Buffalo, I think that has me a little less inclined to tip generously to servers. Because a server, I just, I knew all of them were like shit bags where I worked for the most part. There was like two cool servers that I liked. Maybe a handful that whole entire time that I worked there. And, um, so that just makes me feel like this is a e- that's an easy ass job. If all those shitty people could do it, you know, what are they doing? Especially when they don't refill my drink a lot. Like if my shit sits there long enough for the ice to melt and for me to have more water to drink, you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just, my mom also tips. She like overly tips sometimes, or at least that's what, what dad says. I've never actually looked. You know, that's none of my business, but. She always pulls out a big 20 or some shit, and I don't. I just can't get that. Maybe it's because she has kids. She feels like they have to deal with a lot over the course of a meal, which that's fair. Grady is definitely the worst. He'll just start a conversation with the server like they give a fuck, and they got to stand there and smile because they don't want to mess up their tip. <laughs> and maybe that's what it is. That That's what it is right there. Um... Speaking of working at B-dubs, let's go ahead and get the songs of the week out of the way because the first one is Excuse Me by ASAP Rocky. And I'm not really going to talk about the song much because I'm guessing you've heard it. I mean, it's a good song. It's, it's off a good album. But um, it's the memory associated with that song for me because I don't know about you guys, but songs are super easily associated with people, memories, times, places, shit like that for me. Like, if you show me an artist... And I like them and listen to them a lot. I'll remember that forever. I will forever associate with you, you with that artist. Like, here we go, here we go. Twenty One Pilots is Mesley. Travis Scott is Skyler. X is Skyler. Um, what else have people? Kendrick Lamar and Nipsey Hussle always gonna be Aiden. What else? What else? Tame Impala, Suicide Boys makes me think of Kevin. Um, there's, there's a lot, but 
stuff like that like a lot of old school stuff i'm always going to think about my mom but this song it was one of two songs or three songs of asap rockies that they had on our old shitty jukebox system i guess they got to select which songs they allowed to play or not and none of them were the explicit version so let's get that out the way but this was one of two or three good songs that we had to choose from, but they only unlocked after a certain time, and no one really knew when it was. So uh, most of the time it would be closing, and I, I, I remember specifically after a few fight nights when we had got our ass kicked, been busy all night. We'd gotten to the point, this was when I was up front on a hospitality, we'd gotten to the point to where we had completely sat the restaurant, so we just got to sit back and watch the fight. And kind of um, like, uh, what what is it when it's second nature? Kind of like unconsciously tell these people, not unconsciously, that's not the word. Kind of like half-assed tell these people who are still walking in and getting in line asking, how long is the wait? Kind of half-assedly telling them, there is no wait. <laughs> Go home. We're fully set. No one's leaving. It's it's a fight night. They're here for the fight. They're, no one's going to finish their wings and get up, dur, 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 walk outside. Um but we got to watch the fight too. That was the best part of that. But anyway, after a long ass fight night, you know, we'd been crushed, busy all all day. Everybody had finally left. Everybody was uh, getting their rags out, you know, cleaning off their tables, busting their tables. I remember Christian would always play this song. He would always play "Excuse Me" by ASAP Rocky. And wherever I was in the in the restaurant, I'd hear it, and I know that he'd played it. And then we'd go out. I'd go out there and we'd be singing it, you know, like pointing at each other, you know, getting into it and shit. Because that's all you can do after a day like that, after a night like that. When we're all fucking busy, all you can do is be glad that it's over. And um, because they had, had they had also had the fight on all night through the speakers. But at the end of the night, they turn it back on to the jukebox. So he'd play that shit and we'd kind of zone out. But that's a good memory that I always have when I think about the or when I listen to that song. Always brings me back to that. One of the few moments of respite working at Buffalo. Christian was one of the OGs though. He was there before I started working there and he was friends with the dude that I was friends with that got me the job. And like the first week I was there I remember I remember I walked in and they were like making gay jokes and shit like being like certain people you you you're around and they they have to act like overly masculine and shit and they can't mess around and stuff because i don't know why I, they take themselves too seriously or they're not completely um not certain uh, they're not confident in their sexuality or some shit i'm not here to diagnose it but some people are like that and he was not like that at all, even though he was an older dude, like not too older, but like two or three years older. But he was just just as eager to like mess around and have, joke around and stuff, even though we were still in high school and shit. And that was cool. And he was a cooler dude. Like he had a nice um, he also had a Mustang when I started working there. And then within like a couple months or something, he got a nice GT Mustang and he lived on his own like he went to the gym every day he was one of the dudes that started talking to me about going to the gym to like get into it he was a pretty cool dude i kind of looked up to him a little bit like as like a waypoint i guess like 
when I'm this age, I kind of want to be a little bit where this dude's at. And um, I hope he's doing all right. The only, I think I only have him on Twitter. But he's a cool ass dude. He uh, tweets me. He tweets at me about esports every now and then, which I don't really know why. I'm not into, not into esports. I mean, I kind of was into League of Legends pro, pro play, but I think just Cloud Nine. He he he's I'm synonymous with Cloud Nine for him. But hey, I'm not. I don't care. Whatever uh, contact is good contact, you know, because reaching out is like a whole thing. Apparently, I don't know. I don't think it's that hard, but that's the shit that shows that someone cares. I need to take a drink of water. I think he stays where it snows. He's probably finna get some snow this week. I saw that we we might get some snow this week, so he's probably definitely getting snow this week. He used to always post that shit on his Snapchat. Um, oh yeah, I talked, I talked about my plan or vaguely about my plan, right? My whole plan is to get a house so I can move out and I have to pay rent because rent is just pissing in the wind. So my mom came up to me and asked me if I wanted to have a talk with this real estate dude about, um, just getting numbers and figures and stuff about getting a house. And I, I'd wanted to say no because I'd like to save up some money first. I'd like to kind of get started, get going on that railroad before I really, you know, have that meeting. I don't know, just so I feel like I have my foot in the ground. Because also I don't know where I want to go. I don't really know what kind of house I want. I don't know any of those things. Those are things you should know before you're kind of trying to get what what price, what idea you should have in mind. But y- you know how my mom is. She would not walk away until I said yes. So... I said, yeah, whatever, uh, thinking that it would be pushed away for like a month or something. And then ne- next week, or while I was doing last podcast, I'm pretty sure she texted me and scheduled that meeting. And so I went up to it, and the dude was nice enough, but he didn't give us any He didn't give us any numbers. He gave us the phone number of a person who would give me a, a good idea about numbers. And I don't know why. It just felt, it just felt really artificial. Just the, the way that he was talking to me. He kept calling me wise for my age, and then I'm not. I can take a compliment, okay? That's not what it is. It didn't like unnerve me that much. But it's how he kept repeating it. Like you, you can say something once, and it's it's understood that you said that thing. Like I'm not gonna forget in ten seconds that you told me that I had nice shoes. You know what I'm saying? But he just kept saying that over and over. And and I'd be like, yeah. And then I would say something else to try to further the conversation. And be like, yep, you're you're really wise. Like he was just trying to fill up, fill up space or some shit. I don't know. I didn't really trust the whole thing. But then he gave me the number of someone else. And their assistant called me the next day. And then they finally called me. And I finally got an idea of uh, where I stand, wh- about how much I need to move out. So... It is financially realistic, it seems, for me to be out of here sometime after August is what I'm what I'm aiming for. And uh, of, of course, I'm going to have to get a good idea of like, shit, everything that goes into a house, 
insurance, what what it, what the loan is going to be, payments every month, furniture, electricity, water, all that shit that I had for the apartment for here, or I mean for a house, it's a lot. But it's kind of nice to know that my goal of moving out within a year is mo- is doable. Now, um, I I still there's a lot to go, that goes into that, and I'm I am just anxious to dive in because goddamn, where do I want to live? You know, am I gonna live here? Am I gonna live there? What kind of house am I gonna get? What if I don't like the fucking house? What if I'm there for six months after and I'm like, man, I don't want to be here anymore. It stinks, or it's loud, or something, right? But, uh, I don't know, worst comes to worst. I just stay there for a year, uh, sell it, because the market is probably just going to keep going up and up, so stay there for a year, flip it, go somewhere else. Some shit, I don't know. I don't know. We will figure it out as we go, because that's how life works. But, yeah, that's that's the plan. After August sometime. I would like to move out or start looking for houses at least. I made French toast today. I don't know if you've ever made that. It's not too hard. You act like you're going to make scrambled eggs. So you get a little bowl out. You put milk and uh, I, I use two pieces of eggs. Two, Sorry. I did two pieces of toast. So I used two eggs and then I put some milk in there. And then instead of adding salt and pepper and all that shit, you put cinnamon, sugar, some nutmeg, all that jazz blended around and then you dip the pieces of toast in there and once on, one time on each side make sure you get it really coated try to grab from a corner and uh, make sure you hold that corner tight so that that shit does not rip and fall apart in your hand and then you slap it on the on your skillet on some butter or bacon grease if you've got it that's what I always use because mom has a little jar full of it and then you fry it and then you put syrup and powdered sugar and I chopped up a banana and put that on top and it was pretty damn good I think I could do better of course I don't know how I think it's the type of bread I used because every time I get it from a, a place they use like the thick cut I think it's brioche bread all we had was like white and wheat so I picked a uh, white bread I figured that would taste better I normally go with wheat though that's that's the mindset that my parents rooted me into all they ever got forever and ever amen was wheat bread and now they've conformed and they started getting white bread because the kids like it better. It's it's all all sorts of shit like that I'm seeing now. And it disgusts me, you know? No, not really. They're, they're really ruining them. They're really going so easy on them. But no, not really. It looks like I skipped over it, but there's another song of the week this week. We got Johnny P's Caddy by Benny the Butcher, produced by The Alchemist and featuring... J. Cole That is correct J. Cole hopped on this one And I gotta say You know Anytime Benny the Butcher Comes Or puts something out He always comes through Like it's never Benny that I'm looking back at Like dude What the fuck It's never him It's always the feature Or maybe the beat was whack But the beat We had the alchemist on that So You already know gonna be clapping and then when uh so like when i see a j cole on this right that's kind of a mainstream person he's in the spotlight a lot he's on the radio right there he's any any other time i see like a name like that like whenever he did timeless with big sean and lil wayne 
like their verses were good, but it, they didn't match like Benny's energy. They didn't match like his lyricism. They didn't. I mean, I'm not saying Lil Wayne can't rap because obviously it's Lil fucking Wayne. But he's sitting there doing like those those twisting bars that he kind of does, you know, like that's just his style. That's the way he goes about it. But nobody comes through and matches Benny on the punchlines that he does on the on his style, on his his fucking bars, like plain and simple. But J. Cole, J. Cole came through and did just that, man. Like I only listened to it once because I don't want it to get stale. But bro, I was sitting there like, you know, you know, when you hear a good bar and you just got to put your hand on your head and kind of like lean back, like, God damn, that's what I was doing, bro. It's so nice to hear someone who's in the mainstream on the radio, being able to hop on a song with Benny like this and go toe to toe with him. Cause I feel like Benny is a great lyricist. So anyone, I mean, J Cole is too, obviously, but it's it's not just about words and pen. It's about your energy too. And J. Cole brought that shit for this song. And also, while I was thinking about that, about the mainstream thing, I can't disrespect Two Chains because on Plug Talk, Two Chains came through and matched Benny's energy just as well as uh, J. Cole did on this one. So go listen to that too, Plug Talk featuring Two Chains. I think that one is on Plugs I Met Two. It might be on plugs. I met one. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that one. But yeah, those are the songs of the week. I know it's been a long ass time. I know, but I'm back. I just haven't been inspired. There's not not been anything new. Well, I, actually, I don't really listen to new shit that much anymore. But there's not been anything that I've just wanted to share until um, I heard the ASAP Rocky song and thought about that memory. So yeah. Oh, let's um. You know, I've been trying to eat a lot more. I have been eating a lot more, actually. I've been putting on, um, I've been eating like almost four meals a day between breakfast, lunch, coming home for lunch, then going to the taco shop and then coming home for dinner or coming home and snacking and then eating dinner. So I've been trying to weigh more, you know, put on some weight, you know, really, really hold myself down just, just like an anchor. Man, I hope I hope y'all fucking made it all the way through for that ad. I forgot that I had to. I'm trying to do mid rolls, man. I want to put them right smack dab in the middle, but this one's a too late. Last one, last time I forgot, so I had to just stick it at the beginning. I don't know, man. I'm just getting into the groove of things. Uh, one more thing I'm gonna talk about: ink art. Really fucking cool on Instagram. The the way I actually got into this. I don't know if it's called ink art. It's like drawing with pens and shit. It's really detailed, really ornate. It's, uh... Sorry, I'm typing. I can't really type and talk at the same time. The The way I got into it was the guy who draws all of Dance Gavin Dan's album covers, uh, Matthias Adolfson. He has an Instagram called Matthias Inc. M-A-T-T-I-A-S-I-N-K. Matthias Inc where he just draws all these cool ass little worlds and like this one's just a pirate ship with a with an octopus dragging it down this one is these cool lion dudes like i can't, i can't just i couldn't even try to describe it well enough to encompass everything that he's putting on the paper 
this one is a drawing. It, it looks of like a multiple tool. Yeah, it's called Tools of a Handyman. There's pliers, and it's made of like little dudes grabbing onto each other and holding on. There's a really ornate screwdriver. There's a, a cool ass hammer where the metal bit is people all like hugging in to fit there. It's just cool little detail shit. Another one that I found that's pretty cool is Hello Gucci. I'm gonna say Gucci because I, I maybe it's Gucci. I don't know. H uh, e l l o g u c h i. Hello Gucci. He does. Um, he does a lot of random shit too. That's what I like about it. It's all random and super detailed, like stuff that I would think about drawing as a kid, but start to draw and then quickly realize that I was not gonna do very well and crumple it up and throw it away, but. It's uh makes my feed a little bit more interesting, not just uh, rap news, hip hop news, uh, or uh, Texas Latino media. Today was Sunday, and so that means it was a uh, Demon Slayer day, or maybe Demon Slayer came out yesterday. I'm not sure, but I watched it today, and it was pretty damn good. Demon Slayer has been great recently. It's almost like watching a movie just broken up week by week. I mean, the, the the animation is so good. Like, I've never been a stickler for that kind of stuff, but it's it's like watching a movie. Like, the shit is so clean, and I'm not, not, not to spoil anything, but there was a moment where a character realized some shit was about to go down. Like, he was about to get attacked or something. And so just the way that everything slowed down in that second, and he took this big slash, and it kind of, you, you could see the wind coming off of the sword and stuff all in that one split millisecond. Like that's the quality that, it, that there is there. And it's been funny too. all that. I, I don't, I can't remember if I've talked about it yet, but it's just really damn good. And I hope it stays this good. Also watched how I met your father. I watched the first episode, which I, I thought just from the Hulu ads that it was going to be ass, right? But I really like How I Met Your Mother. That's like one of my favorite sitcoms. So I thought I'd give it a chance, and I watched the first episode. And it was pretty bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was not good. I would not want to re continue watching this, and I don't plan on it. But maybe I will. Maybe I'll get bored, and I'll think, hmm, maybe it gets good after another episode or two. And then I'll watch another two and let you guys know, because... I'm kind of tempted just because it's the how I met your, you know, and they moved into the apartment. That's how it all ties in, I think. They moved into their apartment and the swords are still on the wall. That's cool. But as far as humor, there's not really any inside jokes. They, they, they don't really capture the essence of the old one at all. I mean, they, they do like kind of flashbacks, but not not in the way that they would have. And none of the jokes are really funny. I mean, it all feels kind of forced. feels like they watched, like they sat down and studied it. They're like, okay, now do this. Now try to recreate it. And it's just, it's not, it's not working for me. So we'll see about that. Probably not. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not great. It's, it's something that I would expect people to just have on, on a TV. Like people that I don't think have good taste, you know? Like my, my siblings, they, they, my computer is in the living room next to the TV, so I'm constantly just uh, exposed to whatever they're watching slash listening to, and that gets old real quick because they cannot seem to pick a good movie to watch. 
to save their lives. Like it's always some Disney Channel original shit that's not good. Like the actors suck. They're all not to hate on them. They're just getting that bag. But you know what I'm saying? You don't have to watch that. You could pick something else. With the streaming services that we have, you could pick any other movie that's good. All right? But they can't seem to. You know what was a good movie, though? World's Greatest Dad. I watched that with Shay the other day. Me and Shay had been trying to hang out for a week or two, but kept rescheduling. Him, for some reason, me, because it was cold as fuck and late, and I had work in the morning. But um, Monday, I had I'd gotten ready to get in the shower, go to bed and everything. And then Shay texted me, hey, my brother's about to leave. You can come over whenever. I was like, oh, shit. We're supposed to hang out today. And uh, I looked outside, and it was raining, but it wasn't cold. So I said, fuck it. Let's uh, go ahead and do this. Because, you know, I like hanging out with Shay, And I, I get tired of rescheduling. Plus, I don't like to be that guy that flakes. Never that guy. So I said, fuck it. Let's go ahead and do it. I went over. We smoked, and then we watched World's Greatest Dad, which I cannot... Man, I do not want to spoil it for you. I really don't. So I might have to say this. I might have to say you go watch it this week, and we'll do like a movie club kind of thing next week. I'll talk about it a little bit. But, man, it stars Robin Williams. Robin Williams, I'm sorry. It stars Robin Williams, rest in peace. And uh, the kid from Spy Kids 3D, Jun- Juni, Juno, him growing up, like in high school. Those are the two main characters so that that was enough to get me to want to watch it. But the little little uh, pretext, Robin Williams is playing a English teacher who's an aspiring writer. He wants to get a published work out, but he's stuck working at this high school. And his son, uh, the Spy Kids kid, is in high school, and he's just, he's a fucking dick. And that's all I'm going to leave you with because just everything in this story was so perfect and there is not a detail wasted that's one thing i really love there's something that happens that just makes everything so bittersweetly funny i mean every detail is so like they just pick on it and pick on it and pick on it and it's it's so beautiful like it's it sucks and it's horrible but it's so great like that movie could not have went a different way and and still been as good and you hear that and you're like, well, duh, yeah, that's why he wrote it that way. But that's that's what I'm talking about when I talk about what's so hard about writing. You could go an infinite number of routes on it, on the next page from where you are right now writing something. Like you could say his shoes were purple, his shoes were green, his shoes were blue, and that makes a difference somehow. There's just little shit like that. So the fact that they use every detail over again they use it all so perfectly and every there's there's not a bit wasted like if you're really paying attention and listening everything is recalled back and made into a joke or made into a plot point or something like it's so nice it, you can tell they really sat down and thought about it and at the same time it's so fucked up and it's awesome so please do yourself a favor go watch this movie i think it was on hbo's where we watched it World's Greatest Dad with Robin Williams and the kid from Spy Kids. And then I'll talk about it next week, okay? I'll do a spoiler warning first for those who aren't going to watch it, because I know how that is. You give the class homework, not everyone's going to do it. But 
I'll do a spoiler warning and then we'll get into it because it's great and I want to talk about it. I might watch it again before then just to really drive home everything. But I think that's what we got for the week. So thank you all for listening. If you're still here, I appreciate it. Uh, Take it easy. Don't stress too much because at the end of the day, all you got to do is make it through the day. If you got out of bed and you're getting back in bed at the end of the day, you did something right, right? So take a breath, relax, because it's all going to be okay. And have a great week. I'll see you next time. Peace.